we are uh, with our main group here again this evening. I'm so excited to have Kurt, Denise, and Emily all here together as uh, as we bring Ability MKE for uh, for the crew here tonight. So, what is Ability MKE now? We are a show all about integration. We are bringing people with disabilities and people that don't have a disability together and enjoying life here in the Milwaukee area. We all have different abilities, right? Uh, here at Ability MKE now, we dive into the topic of ability and of diverse abilities, showcasing and sharing a variety of aspects of ability-related topics. The concept of disability has a wide range of possibilities. We could be talking physical or mental disabilities, the deaf and hard of hearing community, those that have a visual impairment. Uh, we could be talking uh, having a mental health diagnosis, a goal of substance use reduction, chronic pain, you name it. There are so many different things that this can touch on. And we at Ability MKE now are all about the ability side of, of these various topics. We all have uh, have things we offer, all have things that allow us to, as Denise would say, live creatively to make life work for each and every one of us. So we are excited to share some, some things that have happened recently and also talk about a few upcoming things in uh, both in the Milwaukee area and that's available at your home, right, right at your desktop here. Just like what we are, uh, as we're broadcasting here, we are using the of uh, a format on our computers that is allowing us to connect. And love how that is one one thing that came out of COVID that I think is amazing. How it made the world so much smaller because we are able to reach out and touch other lives and have conversations like right from our own home across the world. It's crazy. It's wonderful. And I have in the last couple of years have met some amazing people that there's no other way I would have met them if it wasn't for this uh, this wonderful platform. So with Ability MKE now, uh, we do have Denise Vargas here joining us as always, our diva, Denise. And we want to bring you in so you can say hello to everybody. Denise, are you there, hon? I am. Hello, hello. Hello, Milwaukee. Yeah, so much fun to be here with you guys. Looking forward to some great conversation. Awesome. I uh, actually want to share just a little bit about Live Creatively and what that, uh, what Live Creatively is. Well, I have been living creatively all of my life as a person with a disability. I often need to tweak things to make it work for me. And so I named my company Live Creatively. I am also known as Diva. D-E-V-A for Denise Vargas, but really because I dream every day and I visualize always and I love helping others diva until they get what they want. Awesome. You are a dynamic personality that we have had the, the privilege of getting to know so much over the last, gosh, it's been more than a year. I'm trying to think when, when it was that we first connected. It's, it seems like not all that long ago, but at the same time, I think at this point, we go far enough back, you seem like an old familiar, not old, you know what I'm saying, old familiar friend, and I love hanging out with you and so glad you can be here. Thank you. I love you too, my sister. So one thing I know that we've talked about recently on the show is an event that took place last weekend at the lake. 
The At The Lake event took place in Merton, which is just a, a short drive to the west of Milwaukee on Lake Kesis. And it was, uh, it was something that I actually was looking so forward to participating and volunteering with. And get this, they had so many people sign up to volunteer that they were at capacity for volunteers. That never happens. This event is so amazing and so well known at this point and respected and desired that they were full. And I actually, I was on a wait list to be a volunteer. I am so blown away by that and excited and thrilled for the event because it is that good. So what is it? It is, uh, it is, takes place at the lake. It's at, uh, at Lake Kesis and um, at a camp that's there, uh, Camp Whitcomb. They, uh, oh gosh, they offer adaptive water skiing, paddle boats, kayaking, inner tube rides, pontoon boat rides. Hi uh, I think there's a little bit of hiking. They have a, a wagon ride. They have rock wall climbing. They're, they have arts and crafts. There's so many things that you can do. Oh, fishing, they're at the lake. There's fishing, of course. So there is a huge variety of things that they offer. It is two days long. So they do all day Friday and all day Saturday. And they, I've seen pictures since then. Uh, if you go on Facebook, if you go look for them at all, it's literally at the lake event. Dot, I believe it's .com. Uh, if that doesn't come up, try .org. I'd have to go back and check. I believe it's .com. Uh, but they are just an absolutely spectacular organization and that they are able to organize that many volunteers that many participants and for it to be that good of an event it I, I just hands down they're one of the best things in the Milwaukee area here for activity that is all adaptive and they have the experts there to help with with whatever you need like like obviously I'm more familiar with the adaptive water skiing part they have every so the, the part that you sit in is called a cage they've got a variety of sizes of cages and they have people there who are experts in seating and the, the mobile city seating units that they are there to make the whatever adjustments are needed, whether it's padding or what you name it, they have the people with the know how there to make it the best experience possible for all of their participants and it, it's so much fun to see the variety of, of volunteers together and uh, so we got expert skiers there, the Badgerland Ski Club uh, ski team, they are, they're an amazing ski team. They have, are, have in the past been national champions uh, in the show ski world. They actually, I think it was two weeks ago, I believe it was about two weeks ago, where they had national championship weekend for, for show skiing. And they competed at the national level, and it was a majority of the people they're helping with the adaptive skiing piece was actually members of the Badgerland team. And they, they're fantastic. I can't say enough good things about what they do and what they accomplish with getting all the ski runs in that they do over the course of those couple of days. It, I, I'm sad I missed it. Turns out, I unfortunately, I ended up out of town myself at, uh, at a funeral. So even if I was able to volunteer, I would have been back out anyway because I had had uh had that to go to so um i wasn't gonna miss that unfortunately no there was no way for me to to be volunteering with this last weekend for at the at the lake but again 
look for it next year. I'm assuming it's gonna, you know, it, it's so known at this point and has such a great footing with what what the event is. I can only assume it will be ongoing into the future. And I look forward to seeing more info and and uh, finding out and signing up earlier next year <laughs> so that I can actually be there because it, it is so much fun. Uh, and in that same flavor, we with the uh, Lindsay Legis Free Water Ski Club down in Burlington. So that's that's where we do a lot of our adaptive water skiing uh, personally is is with the organization down in Burlington. We will be at Fisher Park in uh, in Burlington on Browns Lake, which happens to be the ski site for the Aqueducts water team uh, water ski team. We will be there this Friday. So Friday. Uh, August 26th, uh, we are there from 10 a.m. Until, until we're done, but we hope to be done by 5, 5.30 at the latest, and we already have a pretty massive list of participants who signed up, and and uh, I actually, we, I think we're going to have a pretty decent volunteer crew there, however, we, I know we always can use my volunteers, so uh, I'm. I'll be still asking a few more of our friends to see if we can can bring more in, whether it's water help or land help or even just being in the cheering section on on shore. Uh, we we are expecting a good number down there, and it's. I, I gosh, I'm so excited! It's going to be a fun day. Also, the last one of the season, so a little sad that it's the last one already. Everybody's heading back to school, and all we're we're at that point in the year. So, so that is coming up and, um, and I'm very excited. Actually, I know Kurt, you're on here too. Do you want to come on in and say a big hello to everyone? And, uh, just was talking about with between at the lake event and with our waters or adaptive water skiing that we'll do on Friday. Did you have any, uh, uh some thoughts you want to share about all of that? Yeah. Part of the importance of what we do on the lake, at the lake, by the lake, with water skiing, on skis, off skis, sit skis, no skis, whatever, is it's an exercise. It's, it's a life training. It's a development of culture, you know, to just really get more things that are homogenous, to get more things that are done together to really look at across um, descriptions of abilities that people of all abilities are commulgated together, to, you know, brought together, congregating together and doing things together. Everybody's being inclusive. Everybody's being included. People are being involved. The opportunities within the activity are equitable across all individuals. And so it's perspective. It helps put a perspective on life. And so what I wanna do, Denise, is we had a discussion uh, that really got me thinking to take a deeper dive, to think, to use this term of like being at the lake and you know being around water and whatever, the idea of diving into the water. So I wanna, I wanna refresh the advocacy here by a little broad stroke of life. And you talk about eight, aspects of of life that we can think of for personal development personal improvement to be coached on by a life coach like yourself uh do you have that handy to share these eight elements of life for us to think of personally sure all right so i, I like to call it 
the, the Wheel of Light. And basically, it is, um, I want to actually give you the exact one. I don't want to just, uh, here we go. So we want friends and family, significant other, personal growth, fun and leisure, home environment, career, money, and of course, health. All right, so now as we talk, the opportunity to water skier, like I talked about, um, you know, 60 partners in past shows. Um, you know, we talked about the Adaptive Sports and Rec Expo and 50 activities in the realm of sports and rec. Um, you know, Denise, I think you really are getting us on a good trail here to really bring out and unpack more of the significance to why it's so important that we that are folks that don't identify with a disability to look at the importance in both directions, a mutual aid. You know, we, we're participating in the mutual aid network out there, mutualaidnetwork.org, you know, but in this type of flavor, you know, interdependence and, you know, um, reciprocity and things like that, all of these bullet points that you bring to the table to me this is this is how it's enriching our lives and so denise what do you think about as we're talking about being involved out in the community and doing activities whatever they are what are your thoughts about what you've shared with with uh, me yesterday and then i kind of threw it upon you that i'm like we got to bring it into the show right now uh how does this apply to this conversation what do you think well, matter of fact, we, we were just talking about uh, health a little while ago. And, you know, we, there are so many great um, doctors and specialists out there. But for every one of us to, whether you have a disability or not, you know, for all of us to find that person that we can really connect with, um, because at the end, they can't help us if they don't really know us. They won't really know us unless we feel comfortable enough with them to tell them everything, right? And I have been really blessed that I have a phenomenal, phenomenal doctor. She, first of all, um, I am the first person, <laughs> excuse me, the first person that she's ever had with my disability. She's had other people with disabilities in the past but never mind but she learned and she asked me questions what she didn't know and i didn't know she researched it and i really vibed with her and because of that we are able to speak freely with each other and she really gives me the best care because i am so open with her because she got to know me so that that's one of the things i would say Get someone that you really connect with. That does make a huge difference, doesn't it? I mean, oh, when yeah. you talk about that, that trust level, the trust factor, especially with somebody such as a doctor or healthcare provider of, of some sort, it really does, it, that matters. They, especially for someone that does have a disability to be able to 
to have that relationship where you can connect and you you can they can earn your trust <laughs> because i uh, actually a quick story on my end here i i know of um actually a relative that has been dealing with some eye issues and i i don't know all of the details but i know he glaucoma is part of the story and he has to go he has pressure issues with his eyes and has to get shots actually in his eyes which just makes me cringe to think about that uh but he has with all these different things going on he's got some pretty unusual eyesight issues then as well and has really struggled to find uh, a, an eye doctor that that can communicate that they can i guess communicate with each other well enough because he ended up with I, I, my best understanding is, is he was having so many struggles as he was going through just the eye exam, as far as, you know, you know, the whole thing where there's the letters are on the wall and you're trying to find what's the, the clearest and, and when is it, is it the right one or the left one, you know, th that whole thing that he was having so many issues and struggles with seeing any of it, that apparently the best guess is that he must not have been answering the questions well enough for that particular eye doctor. And it got to the point where the doctor kind of just threw up his hands like, well, I don't think I can help you. And, oh. and it, it ended up that he had prescription glasses that was causing him to see double because it was not right. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? So he, I, part of the story was when he was golfing is like, I'm not sure which ball to hit because he's literally seeing two and there's oh. only one. <laughs> Like, this is not okay. Wow. And there was a communication, like, chasm between the two people. They they did not connect at all. Yeah. He doesn't trust the doctor to go back to him. And I can only bet the doctor probably doesn't want to see him again because he was frustrated. Oh. And this whole thing is like, what a nightmare. He, he just wants to be able to see. <laughs> and this the, the breakdown in communication was just, was unfortunate. So, you know, personally, I would recommend if, if it's possible, like, especially when I'm thinking about this particular case, bring somebody with you, bring a family member, a friend, somebody trusted with so that if there is anything that can be helped out with the communication, you know, whatever, sometimes that kind of thing could make a difference. Yeah, not only to help you, you know, in case you forget something or explain something, but also to out you to the doctor because there are times that you'll go to the doctor and you don't want to tell them anything so don't take me with you sue because i will <laughs> I, I will say oh well by the way she forgot to tell you blah 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 you know i you know because you need that person you need that person that that's your confident that really looks out for you um because sometimes we just we don't want to hear any bad news so we just like hold it in and don't want to tell anything to anybody. So yeah, definitely uh, bring someone with you. And actually, that also reminds me that uh, when we're talking about how the pandemic really changed the world that we live in now, it even really changed it with doctors. Because now my doctor, I, I've been seeing her before the pandemic and she would come to me even before the pandemic. But with the pandemic now, there are more doctors, including eye doctors, that will come to your home. So, and I say that because when I go out, I gotta tell you, when I go out, I wanna go out to have fun. 
I don't want to go out and sit in a doctor's office for who knows how long around other germy people, right? Like, I just want to go and do what I want to do and have fun. Um, so I don't want to go out and spend, you know, hours at a doctor's office. So if you can find someone to come to you, not only is it more comfortable because you're in your home, but also you don't have to worry about being rushed. You're more relaxed. You're not maybe cold from that cold environment or what have you, just really comfortable. So I think that you'll open up more so to the doctors when you're in your environment. Well, and that's where with all the technology changes and, you know, with COVID and all that, uh, like I was mentioning earlier, just that, that you're able to do so much more from home, from your computer. I know I've, I've had doctor's appointments on the computer. Yeah. A video conversation. Uh, sometimes, I mean, it depends on what the issue is, obviously, but how nice is it that things have changed to the point where your doctor can come see you at home without necessarily actually physically even being there. Oh, yeah. It, those are options that exist today that weren't there that long ago. There's Things are changing and, and as far as I'm concerned, improving. Oh, yeah. Still need to have that communication. So that that is that is definitely a, a key component uh, to have the real, you know, that, that I got to say, though, I don't think you typically get the same doctor time and again, though, you'll get whoever is available next. So there's that aspect that it's not somebody who you would have a long-term connection with, but maybe there are some out there that do that. I don't actually, that's, that's something I should find out. I don't know that answer. Um, luckily I haven't had much need, but still to have that as an option, I think is, is tremendous. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, there's a, a scene that you don't know, how strong you are, and so that's the only choice you have. Also, I like to say, especially now that the world has changed, it's funny how we couldn't do things before, and yet now it's so easy to do it, right? Like, if you're willing to do it, now all of a sudden there's a way. So I'm really happy for that. I agree. And even with meetings, I know there's been, there's a disability-related group that Kurt used to do meetings with in person and he was asking and asking for there to be some kind of an option whether it's online or phone it in or so that more people could participate that weren't able to be there in person because transportation or you know what because we all know especially if you are a wheelchair user and if you don't have your own vehicle how are you going to get there yeah. So there's there's issues like that that technology has made a world of difference that like when COVID hit, this the same group that, that Kurt was asking if there's a way to make it happen and they were very much, no, 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 we can't do that. Guess what? They found out they can. They had to. And it wasn't that hard. So th th some good things have come out of, of all, <laughs> all this having to stay home business uh, over the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Like look, there's a silver lining in every cloud and sometimes you have to pivot your life because that's what you gotta do. And and speaking of driving, I actually just recently um sold my vehicle because I realized that in the past two years I haven't really been going anywhere, that I needed my vehicle on a daily basis and all that I do now for work and, and socializing and, and I can either book a ride, 
because I don't need it every single day. Or I can just do all my business right from Zoom. So it, it's just, it's unbelievable. And, and plus I save so much money. You know, I don't have insurance. I don't have, I don't have any other extras that I used to have to pay for. Now I have a little extra for me. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is a big expense. That makes quite the difference. If you can do oh, yeah. that, oh, so much better. <laughs> so, well, and actually, I want to flip things over. I know uh, we have Emily joining us as usual here, and I haven't given her a chance to, uh, to take the mic here. So, Emily, if you want to come in and say hello quick here, and any thoughts you have to share with uh, all the things we've been talking about here tonight? Uh, hi, everybody. Um... I think uh, this could be connected, but um, October, everybody, uh, uh, um, remember, uh, save the October 7th as a date for the happy, or the Global Happiness Summit. Uh, from 9 to, 9 to 3 Pacific. So that would be 11 to 5 here. Yeah, so 11 to 5. And like we're talking about things being online, that's all available from the comfort of your home or your library or wherever you get online. Um, that's that's uh, the, uh, you said Global Happiness Summit. So uh, you want to talk just for a moment about who runs that and uh, what the source is of all that? It is run by... Uh, Edwin Edderberry of the ha and the Happy Neighborhood Project, um, which, when the pandemic started, really took off with all this of being online, and then more people could join the meetings because it used to be only one meeting. So, um, but there's going to be like a lot of speed networking, uh, other people giving talks, um, I'm sure prizes and other good stuff spreading the happiness around to everybody. I think I heard rumor of entertainment and all sorts of fun things that uh, that that's going to be a tremendous day. And actually, I'll bounce this back to Kurt and Denise. I know you guys may or may not have added insight on that. Are, are you excited? What What are your thoughts, guys? What do you know? Yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, big time. Uh, it's a real opportunity for the co-op and the leadership uh, with the Happy Neighborhood Project, uh, 220 co-hosts around the world have an opportunity to feedback on, you know, as we're finishing up arrangements, if there's somebody that they want us to slip into the agenda. And so, Diva, what do you have to say about October 7th? You know, I'm all about happiness because happiness is in my DNA. And again, it's led by Edwin Adebery, which is our chief happiness officer our show man like how awesome of a title is that right just it's just i love it happy right it makes you happy just saying it so yeah, dj show <laughs> just be there with us come celebrate come have fun let's spread that happiness awesome yeah that is going to be a fun day i am looking forward to that and um, it's, it'll be here before we know it. It's a whole month away yet, but that, that, oh my gosh, when I think about how fast this past month has gone with summer wrapping up and school being right around the corner, I'm, I'm like, I'm not ready for this yet. Um, it was already the end of August, right? But August just started. I know it, it, it truly, 
Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started down that road. Cause yeah, it, it's yeah, been, uh, been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so actually Denise, uh, do you have a, a 15 second uh, wrap up on uh, your thoughts for the day? Hey, stay happy, stay positive and always live creatively. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here, Denise. Kurt, do you have a uh, maybe 10 to 15 seconds yourself, sir? Well, let's just be an ability MKE now. Thank you for everything that everybody is doing around Southeast Wisconsin and the Milwaukee marketplace, uh, making it a, a very nice place here, Milwaukee, for all of our residents and visitors that are people with disabilities. Back to you, Sue. Awesome. Well, I can't thank you guys enough. Emily, Denise, Kurt, uh, we are so happy to be here. I'm so happy each of you are here for Ability MKE now and all the, the chit chat here about our uh, all abilities. We are so happy to be here. We thank you.